This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. by giant yellow men, Tarzan and his companions are taken to the jungle city of Tor and delivered to Atea, white queen of the giants. Challenged to a fight to the death by Tongo, chief of Atea's outer guard of Tor men, Tarzan kills the giant savage. Against their will, the ape man's friends are forced to witness the sacrifice of a Rotorian prisoner to Pantu, the fire god of Tor. Infatuated with Tarzan, Atea tells him it is her will that he remain in Tor as king of the yellow men and become her ape. She adds that the fate of his companions rests upon his answer. The ape man puts her off. Later, as Tarzan and the others are discussing the situation in their quarters in the palace, Mungo, chief of Atea's warriors, comes with an order to conduct the ape man and Dr. Wong Tai to the queen. Mungo leads them to an underground passage, opens a heavy door, and bids them enter. As they step over the threshold into a huge, well-lighted cavern, Mungo closes the door behind them. <laughs> Simultaneously with the closing of the door, a huge black-maned lion springs toward them with an earth-shaking roar. Wong Tai leaps to the door, finds it fastened from the outside. Out of the way, Wong. Frieda! Frieda! The savage beast springs toward the two men. Tarzan, his bare feet gripping the smooth stone floor, stands ready to meet the furious charge of Numa, his old enemy. Suddenly, as if stopped by the hand of a titan, Numa jerks upright to his hind legs, crashes over on his back. Of baffled rage, the great beast leaps to its feet, stands glaring savagely at the ape man. It is soon the Tarzan sees the heavy metal collar about the tawny throat, the chain taut as a bowstring, one end fastened to the collar, the other end to a heavy metal ring in the center of the floor. All right, Wong, Miss Chain, you can't get out of it. I, I see that now, but that chain, it does not look strong enough to hold this brute. It'll hold. Well, Darno was right. He said this was probably a trap of Atea's. I shouldn't have trusted her. <laughs> oh, there. She is coming out from behind that curtain of skin. You would have wronged that tale, my Tarzan, had you not trusted her. This is no trap. Only my cave of pleasure. 
Toto there, the sole guardian of this cavern and its riches. Your treasures are well protected, Athea. You speak truly, Tarzan. But tell me, you would have fought Toldo with your bare hands? Yes. You are a brave man, fearless as Toldo himself. Who knows, Tarzan of the Apes? You may yet be compelled to meet Toldo in single combat. What do you want of Wong and me? I have brought you here, my Tarzan, to show you and Wong Tai the riches, the wealth of Tor, my treasures, and yours if you remain in Tor with me. Look. Ah, by the breath of the five-toed dragon, a veritable cave of Aladdin, those heaps of gold ingots, those countless caskets of diamonds, yours, Tarzan, for the taking. I'm not interested in it, Wong. I have all I need. It's untold wealth. You might have the world at your feet. Think, man, what that would mean. It means nothing to me. Come closer, Tarzan of the Apes. And see if Atea is so savage, so cruel as you believe. Look, is Atea not beautiful? You... you are very beautiful, Atea. Am I not more so than Janet Burton? Tell me, Tarzan of the Apes. You are beautiful, Atea, as the night. Janet Burton, as the day. You love her very much, Tarzan? No. Nor does she love me. But we've gone over this once before, Atea. Yes. We shall forget the white and gold, Janet Burton. You are a true man, Tarzan of the Apes, fit to be the mate of Atea. These are vast riches. In Tor are great mines of gold and diamonds. Together, we could sit upon a throne before which the world must bow. You and I would be all-powerful. And my companions? What would you do with them? What you wish. Only do not withhold your answer. I would give you love, Tarzan, such as the world has never known. Love might hold me here, Atea, but friendship must come first. Release my friends. Guarantee their safety beyond the underground river. Then we'll talk of my remaining here. Good. I shall send them away now. At once. No. Alone in the jungle, they'd be lost. Killed by Numa and his brothers, or yellow claw men. I have given my word to see them to safety. You mean you will go with them? Yes. And how shall I know that you will return? You would have my word. Once away from Tor, that would mean nothing. In coming here with Wong, I trusted you, Atea. Had you not come freely, Mungo would have brought you. Mungo walked alone before us. I might easily have killed him. Hmm. You are much, Tarzan of the Apes. If I agree, have I your word that you will return? Have I yours that your people will not try to kill my companions? Are you not afraid for yourself, Tarzan? Afraid? No, I can take care of myself. Answer, have I your word? Uh, we will speak of this uh, again on the morrow, Tarzan of the Apes. Mungo will bring you to me at the second hour after midday. Return now to your chamber and rest. The hour is late. A moment, daughter of Thor. If I may ask a question? Ask Wong Tai. These mines you spoke of a moment ago, they must be inexhaustible. They are... Uh... They are nearby? Within the walls of Tor. You would like to see them, won't I? I should be delighted, Watea. Come, Wong. Let's get back to the others. The one star, Dan. Do not place too much confidence in the word of this man, my queen. What do you mean, won't I? I have good reason to believe that Tarzan and Janet Burton, uh, uh, you understand? They lied. Oh, yes, won't I? I understand. Back in their quarters, Ashley, O'Rourke, and Darno discussed the probable reason for Tarzan's and Wong's interview with Atea. 
They speak in low tones so as not to waken Jeanette. So you think, Darno, this midnight interview is simply a trap? It is. Either that or Athea will try to force an immediate answer to her proposal from Tarzan. Ah, but the lad won't agree to it. He'll find some other way out of the mess. Mm, j'espère que oui, I, I hope so. Don't overlook the fact, Terry, that he's a man. And when a ravishing beauty such as she is makes up a mind to win a man, <laughs> the chances are all against his ability to resist. She's alluring, fascinating, intoxicating. Cleopatra couldn't have been more, more desirable. Snap out of it, Major. You'll be falling under the spell of the little witch yourself presently. Uh, oh, don't be an ass, Terry. I'm mean. Furthermore, I'm old enough to be the child's father. Child, you say? Then she's a child of the devil himself. Sacrificing human beings to a heathen idol. Faith, I wouldn't want to be in Tarzan's boots playing with that child. You are right, Monsieur O'Rourke. Athea has the ability to launch navies, to destroy nations. But that beautiful face conceals an evil mind, a savage heart. Ah, voici, Tarzan, and Monsieur le Docteur Wong. Ah, so bon Dieu, mon ami. You have returned. By Jove, I say. You fellas almost made a night of it. The audience must have been interesting. I assure you, Major, it was. Extraordinarily so. Easy, men. You'll waken Jeanette. And if you have bad news, it's just as well to leave her sleep. Meditation. What did Athea have to say? Nothing new. She seemed willing enough to release you all if I stayed. When I told her I'd have to see you out of the jungle, she put off giving me a definite answer till tomorrow. She doesn't trust me to come back. Meditation. You did not promise to return. It amounts to the same thing, Darno. I try to understand that if she set you free and promised not to have her guards follow and kill you, I'd come back after seeing you all safely to Ahmed's village. Sure, and I thought he'd find a way out. Once beyond the reach of the Lady Atea, he'd be forgetting he ever saw her, Tarzan. No, O'Rourke. Not if I promise to return. But great Scott, then, you certainly wouldn't consider a promise given under existing conditions as binding. Yes, I would think so. Faith, me lad, we won't stand for you making any such ridiculous sacrifice as that. Tell him, Lieutenant, he's crazy. It is useless, Monsieur O'Rourke. He means exactly what he says. Oh, I say, but that won't do. If I promise Atea to return, that does not mean that I've given my word to remain then indefinitely. But if you come back here, mon ami... I'll have no one to look after but myself. I'll get away the same night. Let's not talk of it now. The sun will be up in a little while, and tomorrow is another day. Blazing sunlight of early afternoon filters through the metal-grilled windows of their chamber before Mungo puts in an appearance. To the surprise of all, the giant chief conducts the entire party to the great audience chamber, where Artea, in all her barbaric splendor, awaits them. As they stand before her throne, her eyes rest on Tarzan, flicker over the others to focus on Jeanette. They glitter cruelly between narrowed lids. Then she turns to the ape-man. Tarzan of the apes, I have fought. I have decided. Jeanette Burton and these others may leave here unharmed. You will stay willingly. And if I don't stay willingly? Then none of you will leave, ever. And I suppose that means you'll have us fried in the arms of that Pantu heathen idol, eh? The sacrifice to Pantu of you? <laughs> Tarzan, yes, Pantu shall receive him. But you others, you others. <laughs> I have other delights for you men. For Janet Burton, here, come, this balcony. Look down here and watch. You're acting like a madwoman, Artea. If you expect me to... Silence, Tarzan of the Apes. If you wish to see what is in store for your friends, for Janet Burton, look, watch these doors. Mungo! Mungo, not to Tungo! Eros! On the low balcony, Tarzan and his companions stand gazing down into a small circular arena just below them. At Artea's command, Mungo lifts his arm in a sweeping gesture. One of two grilled gates opening into the pit swings wide. 
A finely proportioned yellow giant is thrust into the enclosure. Unarmed and naked except for a skin loincloth, he slowly crosses the arena to stop just below the balcony. Folding his arms over a mighty chest, he stares up at Artea, standing behind a little to one side of Jeanette, and smiles contemptuously. At another sign from Mungo, the second grill flies open. Holdo, the huge black-maned guardian of Artea's treasure cave, bounds into the pit, roaring savagely. The yellow giant turns coolly to face the great beast. Numa crouches, gathering himself for the charge. Tarzan leans forward, closely watching the huge brute. Unnoticed by the others, whose eyes are fixed upon the man and beast in the pit below, Artea roughly shoulders Jeanette to the edge of the balcony and over the low stone rail. <coughs> for an instant, Jeanette's scream distracts Numa's attention from his prey. The man glances upward, sees Jeanette falling toward him. He steps forward, catches her in his straight arms, and places her lightly on the ground behind him. As he again turns to face Toldo, the great beast hurls himself forward with a thunderous roar. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot, on surprises, and delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as 11 dollars per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media dot U-S forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. the White Queen of Tor offers Tarzan freedom for his companions if he will remain as her mate. Hoping to influence his decision, she shows him and Wong Tai the treasure cave of Tor. Toldo, an enormous lion chained to the floor, guards the treasure. Avarice, greed for power, and envy of what he considers Tarzan's good fortune causes Wong Tai to lead Artea into the mistaken belief that the ape man is in love with Jeanette. Later, Artea definitely states the condition under which Tarzan's companions may leave. The ape man must remain willingly. The alternative, death by sacrifice or torture for them all. To demonstrate what is in store for them, if Tarzan refuses, Artea conducts the white group to a balcony overlooking a small arena. An unarmed yellow man is thrust into the enclosure. As he stands below them, smiling contemptuously up at Artea, Toldo, the huge guardian lion of her treasure vault, bounds into the pit. As the white men stare, fascinated at the mighty beast, Artea, unnoticed, pushes Jeanette over the low stone rail. <coughs> At the girl's scream, the yellow giant looks upward, sees her falling toward him. He reaches out, 
catches her in his great arms. Placing her gently on the ground behind him, he turns to face Toldo. With a thunderous roar, the savage brute charges. The fierce challenge of the bull apes rings loud and clear above the voice of Toldo. As Tarzan springs over the low rail and drops like a plummet straight to the back of the charging brute. The ape man's steel-muscled arms wrap themselves like hist of the snake about the tawny neck. His legs clamp the great body in a vice-like grip. Toldo's mighty talon paws beat and slash the air as he bounds around the arena. Headlong, he throws himself against the wall, crashes to the ground, and rolls in a vain attempt to rid himself of the clinging ape man. On the balcony, Artea and the white men watch spellbound. In the pit, the yellow giant, with Jeanette in his arms, does his best to avoid the black rushes of the furious Toldo. Presently, Tarzan's left hand whips to the knife at his side. The long, keen blade flashes in sunlight. Again and again, deadly steel plunges deep into Toldo's unprotected left side. With a last gasping roar, the great beast lurches forward, stumbles, falls to the ground. Tarzan leaps upright, places a foot on the huge, tawny neck. Tarzan, you... Never mind, Jeanette. It's all over. Your fall didn't hurt you? No, no, I'm all right. Thanks to this... this... I am Hooker, son of Sean Rattar, of the city of Rattar. My life is yours, almighty killer of beasts. Who are you? I am Tarzan of the Apes, king of the tribe of Kerchak. For such service, Tarzan of the Apes, there can be no reward but equal service in return. Hooker shall not forget... Tarzan, Tarzan... The lion, he, he did not reach you? No, Darno, not a scratch. Yes. And when he fell with the brute, we, we thought he had his Tarzan. Aruk, Mungo, look to Lanakawongo. Bring those three to the council chamber. Tarzan, look at that woman's face. She's furious. And here comes Mungo with his guard. What awful thing is she planning now? In the arena stalks the giant Mungo, followed by a crowd of yellow guardsmen. They surround Tarzan, Jeanette, and Uka, the Rhetorian. As the three are hurriedly conducted out of the pit, through a long passageway, up a short flight of broad stone steps and into the great audience chamber, the yellow men regard Tarzan with ill-concealed admiration and not a little awe. Never before have they witnessed the killing of a lion by a man, much less a man of Tarzan's, to them, small stature. Always heretofore, the sport had ended with Toldo's first charge. As the group halts before the throne upon which Artea has again seated herself, Tarzan, Jeanette, and the Rhetorian are thrust forward to stand with Darno, O'Rourke, Ashley, and Wong under the blazing eyes of the Queen. By Jove, Tarzan, that was a fate. We thought for a moment... Silence! Tarzan of the Apes, you have killed the mighty Toldo, guardian of the treasure caves of Tor. In the judgment of Pantu and Atea, the punishment is death. Yet I would tempt the wrath of Pantu and save you from his embrace. Say you... Will you remain willingly as a pair's mate, or shall you die with your friends? Decide quickly, for my patience is like to be short. Well, Darno, I can see no other way out. Mais, mon vieux. Do you want to stay here, Tarzan, with her? That isn't the point. If I don't, you and your friends will be sacrificed or tortured. Oh, if only we had a chance to fight, it would not be so bad for us men. You men. It's always you men who must be making sacrifices for women. Uncle Jim and I are willing to take our medicine rather than have you give in to this this woman's demand. But, Jeanette, I am... Wait, let me finish. 
Uncle Jim and I will not accept your sacrifice. She's right, Tarzan, old chap. We can't accept it, you know. It wouldn't be playing the game. Faith, and you might include Terence O'Rourke in the party. If Tarzan stays, I'll stay. And you, Dr. Wong Tai? I... I have nothing to say, daughter of Thor. Dr. Wong? What's that? <laughs> you are a wise and clever man, Wong Tai. So, Jeanette Burton, you would rather die than leave Tarzan with me. Good. It shall be so. You shall not leave without him. You will go together, even to Uka, the Raptorian spy. Mungo! Arungo Lanok! Take them away! Guard them well. Stay! Wong Tai, you will remain here. I have need of your wise counsel. Take the others away, Mungo! Aruk! Monsieur le docteur Wong Tai, eh? He escapes the wrath of the queen. Mais pourquoi, Monsieur Rook? Faith, and I wish I knew that. The head in Chinese seems to be in the good graces of her ladyship. But to the devil with him. He wouldn't stick with us. Oh, I can't imagine what's got into Dr. Wong. He's been so fine throughout all of our misfortunes. He never complained. He always took things as they came. Now, at the crucial moment... Don't you give it a thought, Akushla. After all, he's a Chinese, an uncivilized heathen. Wong, a cultured Oxford gentleman. It's... It's impossible, Terry. I thought he'd be the last to... Uh... To renege, Uncle Jim? Yes. Yes, it is. It's pretty much of a shock. He's not of our kind, Jeanette. Forget it. Faith, and do you see where Mago and his men are leading us? Out over the stone bridge to the wall. I believe we're going to the little house we were in first. If that's the case, perhaps we can manage to get out somehow. Never fear, Uncle Jim. Atea won't give us a chance. She'll probably have more guards round us than she has in her palace. Nevertheless, I'm thinking Tarzan will find a way out. I hope so. Will you look at him, talking to that big feller, Hooker or whatever his name is, as though he were a long-lost brother? <laughs> Faith, of course, it was lucky for you that that big feller was in the lion pit when you fell in. I didn't fall, Terry. I tell you, pushed me over that wall while you were all watching the lion and Uka. Jeanette, oh, devil, you oh, are you sure you, of that? You cannot mean, mademoiselle, that she deliberately pushed you over? Well, that's exactly what I do mean, Lieutenant. She meant for that lion to kill me just as surely she intended for him to finish Uka. C'est ça, eh? The charming lady's idea is to put us aside one by one until number Tarzan is left. She no doubt believes he will then accept her so generous offer. Do you think he would, Lieutenant? Leave be, Akushla. You know well he wouldn't make up with a tear. He has no more use for her than, well, than I have. Exactement ça, mademoiselle. Tarzan will not accept, willingly or otherwise. I know him. Back in the audience chamber, Wong Tai stands watching Atea from between narrowed eyes. Slowly, she rises from the throne, turns to the Chinese. You are surprised, Wong Tai? You expected to die with those fools? No, honorable daughter of Thor. What? You do not think Atea was in earnest? I did not say that, my gracious queen. I said I did not expect to die by your most honorable command. And why not? Your life means nothing to me. Did I hear the illustrious Atea say that she had need for my counsel? Hmm. It may be that I have. We will see. Serve me well, Wong Tai, and you need have no fear for your life. Fail me and you perish in the arms of Hantu. My services, O oh magnificent one, are ever at your disposal. Speak, O oh queen. Wherein do you seek counsel? Behind your calm exterior, Wong Tai, you are afraid. Why do you fear, Atea? It is your beauty that makes me fear, O oh Queen. Ah, 
I see that men still know how to beguile us women with false words. You were afraid because my eyes were searching out your thoughts behind that inscrutable face. However, being only a woman, I forgive you the lie. I do not lie, only illustrious queen. You are more beautiful than... Than Jeanette Burton? Than the blush on a rose or the luster on a ming vase. <laughs> you please me, won't I? But uh, enough of flattery uh, for the present. You ask wherein I seek your counsel. You shall learn at another time. It goes late. You will be given quarters in the palace near me. The freedom of Thor shall be yours. See that you do not abuse my confidence. Go, Wang Tai. The guard will conduct you to your chamber. Accept my humble thanks, O daughter of Thor. Meanwhile, Tarzan and his companions crossed the long stone viaduct and gained the broad top of the outer wall. Hemmed in by their yellow guards, Tarzan and the giant Uka walked shoulder to shoulder, conversing in low tones. Behind them follows the closely guarded group of captives. To them comes the far-off, snarling voice of the distant jungle as night settles rapidly over forest and city. The man dances casually back over his shoulder, catches Darno's eye, and nods his head slightly. Borok. Something is about to happen. Tarzan has just given me a sign to be prepared. Ready we are, Lieutenant. For anything he starts, Bigari. I'd give a good deal for me rifle or automatic. We'll do the best we can without it. Keep your eyes open, old girl. We're taking our cue from Tarzan. About to pass one of the square stone watchtowers on the outer edge of the wall, Tarzan stumbles, crashes headlong into Mungo, walking ahead of him. The giant chief topples over the low coping to the roof of a house inside the enclosure. Uka whirls on the astonished yellow man at his side. With a mighty shove, he thrusts the man into the crowd of encircling guards. Ashley and O'Rourke leap forward. With a challenging cry of the great apes ringing out over the yells of surprise and rage of the yellow men, Tarzan charges. Tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Atea, queen of the yellow giants, promises to free Tarzan's friends if he will remain in Thor as her mate. To show them what to expect if he refuses, she takes them to a balcony overlooking a small arena. A Raptorian prisoner is thrust into the enclosure with Toldo, the huge lion guardian of Atea's treasure cave. Unobserved, the queen pushes Jeanette over the edge of the balcony. As the lion charges, Tarzan leaps down on its back. He kills the lion, thus saving the lives of both Jeanette and the giant Raptorian. Furious, Atea orders them all, Uka the Rakorian included, taken away under guard. Wong Tai diplomatically flatters the queen and escapes imprisonment. He is quartered in the palace and given the freedom of the city. 
As Tarzan and his friends, closely guarded by Mungo and the Yellow Giants, are being led along the top of the wall surrounding the city to their place of confinement, the ape-man thrusts Mungo over the edge. Uka, Darno, O'Rourke, and Ashley turn on their guards in an attempt to force them off the wall. When they yell, Tarzan charges headlong into the crowd of yellow guards. In an instant, the top of the wall is a seething mass of struggling men. The sharp, weird cry of the yellow men rings out over the tumult, and more giant guards rush up from all sides. Quickly, Tarzan and his companions are overpowered, made helpless by overwhelming odds. Gradually, the sounds of battle die away. Tarzan, Ashley, and O'Rourke are dragged to their feet. Jeanette, in the grasp of a giant, thrust forward with them. Oh, oh well, it was a grand fracas while it lasted, Tarzan, my lad. The only good thing it didn't last any longer. One of those hulks sitting on your chest is bad enough, let alone half a dozen. Lieutenant Darno, Uka, they, where are they? They, they seem to be gone, Jeanette. Bigori, he probably fell off the wall in Lucas. Lieutenant, where are you? Never mind, O'Rourke. They won't answer even if they hear you. What's that? They won't? I'll explain later. Here comes our friend Mungo. Faith, and it's too bad he didn't break his neck when he tumbled off the wall. Twould be good riddance. Hey, you push Mungo, Tarzan. You try to get away. No good. Where are those two white people? Why, they were here when the trouble started, Mungo. Now it looks like they've gone. Tarzan, look. Tennis with Dr. Wong and a crowd of palace guards. So, the head and Chinese coming along to crow over us, is he? If I can get me two hands on the fat neck of you him... You leave him alone, Terry. We're in bad enough out of it, our pay as it is. He'll probably have to put us to death now anyway. What is the meaning of this? What has happened? Speak, Mungo. All then, push Mungo up wall. White people make big fight. Who call your white man gone? Gone? They cannot be gone, fool. They have dropped over the wall into the city. Go. Take your men. Search every corner in Tor. Find them. What Mungo do with Tarzan, these people? Leave them to me. I shall put them where they will cause no more trouble. Go. Search the city. So, my Tarzan, you thought to escape the wrath of Atea and Tantu. I wasn't trying to escape, Atea. I, I stumbled against Mungo and he fell off the wall. Your guards turned on us and... Well, that's all. No, not quite all, Tarzan of the Eight. Those two who have vanished. Uka, the Ratorian, and he whom you call Arno. Where are they? When the fight was over, they seemed to be gone. And tell me, where are they? Or rather, where do they intend going? How should I know? What think you of all this, Wang Tai? What is there to think, illustrious one? It is in my despicable mind that this little disturbance may have been created for the very purpose it seems to have accomplished. The escape of Lieutenant Dano and the Ratorian. You healed, Tarzan? What say you to that? Nothing. But I do. Turn me loose in your little arena with this double-crossing, slant-eyed haven Chinese, and I'll take him apart with me. Shut up, Terry. Oh, big guy, I've been shut up too long. please, Terry, keep quiet. You're only making it worse. Ah, well, have it your way, Kushla. There'll be no battle for me anyway. But get this one, my lad. If you and I live to get out of this place... Stay clear of Teddy O'Rourke, or I'll send ye you to your venerable ancestors in little places. That would not be so amusing were it not true, O'Rourke, my friend. However, it is something to look forward to. Oh, be jury, it is that. And I'm a long way from being a friend of yours. Enough, now. enough of this bickering. Guards, to the dungeons of Thor with them. Come. Meanwhile, on the roof of the watchtower beneath which the fight has occurred, 
Uka, the giant Ratorian, and Darno lie silently motionless, stretched at full length behind the low parapet. As Atea and her guards move off with their captives back toward the palace and the great central rock tower, Darno turns to the Ratorian. Hello, Uka. Explique. What is it all about? Tarzan whispered to me to do as you say, and you tell me to climb up here. Why? Tarzan and I formed the plan as we crossed the bridge from the palace. He had no time to explain to you, your friends. He fought only to draw the attention of the guards to himself, away from you and me. Ah, je comprends. So that is why Tarzan's fighting was more smoke than fire. I noticed that he was not fighting as he usually does and can. May Allah the reason. What can we accomplish by being here on the roof of this watchtower? Under cover of the night, we shall climb down the outside of the wall. Once we are in the jungle, the Torians cannot find us. We go to Rotor, the city of my people. Sean Rotor, my father, will lead our warriors in an attack against Artea, who was captured and put to death many Rotorians. Oh, I begin to understand. We are to return with your warriors and rescue Tarzan and the others. Yes. If only we will be in time. Now that we have escaped, or nearly so, Atea will be furious. Very likely she will decide to put them all to death at once. But I still do not understand why Tarzan wished me to go with you. It was my suggestion, Darno. You are a chief of warriors. I can be called so. I am an officier in the Navy of France. It is as Tarzan told me. Your advice as a chieftain will be needful in the attack upon a city as strong as Tor. My father and my people will welcome you as my friend. Merci bien, mon ami. Now I am glad to go with you. Mais, voyez, Uka. While we have talked, it has grown dark. Cannot we attempt the wall now? There are no guards near. The city is quiet. Qu'est-ce que vous dites? We shall go. Climb carefully. There are many projections in the wall for hands and feet. Yet it is dark and they cannot be seen. Come. Sacré bleu, but this will not be easy. It is as dark as the inside of a cow. Your heavy footwear makes much noise, Darno. Oui, like a company of marines going into action. I should have removed them. Malheureusement, it is too late now. Pardon, bleu, I... I do not like the sound of those beasts out there. Nor I. Once in the jungle, we must await the daylight in a tree. Now, if only Tarzan were with us, we should have no reason to worry. Tenny, wait. One moment. That sounds like a herd of elephants coming this way. Stay. It is the Torian jungle guard. Climb no lower. If they do not hear or see us, we are safe. We must wait until they have passed beneath us. Don't the breast. They carry lights. If they look up, they will surely see us. Uka. Uka. I... I cannot hang here much longer. My fingers... They're slipping. Hold fast. A moment longer. There is only one more to pass. But it... It is useless, Uka. I cannot hold longer. 
Armed and bleeding fingers clutching desperately, his heavily shod feet beating a loud tattoo against the rough surface as they seek to check his swift descent, Darno slides down the face of the wall to land with a crash on the ground below at the same instant that a straggler from the elephant patrol, hurrying to overtake his companions, heads up. Meanwhile, Tarzan and his companions, closely surrounded by their yellow guards under command of Atea herself, have been rushed to a gloomy cavern in the very bowels of the earth beneath the central tower of Tor. Before the heavily barred dungeon entrance, the group halts. Slowly, ponderously, the metal barrier is swung open by two guards. I shall leave you, my Tarzan, here with your guards and Wong Tai, who may have something to say to you. Dr. Wong Tai can have nothing to say to me. If there's any talking to be done with the Chinese, let me do it. No, no, no. please, Terry. All right, Kushla, all right. I cannot say much for the comforts of your new quarters, my Tarzan, but you will not be in them for long. None of you. Only tomorrow there will be another lion to take the place of Toldo in the arena with Jeanette Burton. For you, Tarzan, the embrace of Pantu. And for you others, I shall devise other delights. Until the morrow, Tarzan of the Apes, King of Kerchak. <laughs> Come on, Jeanette. Ashley, O'Rourke. One moment, Tarzan. Well, what is it? Atea means to put you all to death tomorrow by methods. Uh, well, let us not speak of them. If I may suggest... Oh, hurry up, Wong. Get it off your chest, whatever you have to say, and then get out. Your presence is contaminated. If I may suggest Tarzan agree to Atea's terms, it is the only way for you to save the lives of our, uh, our friends and yourself. Tano and Oka cannot get far before they are recaptured. The city is being combed by her men, as is the jungle outside. Your subterfuge will have been useless. I... That's enough. I definitely refuse Altair's offer. Very well, my friend. May the old king guide your footsteps. Come on, O'Rourke. Come on in here, Terry, before those guys... Uh, one minute, Major, and I'll be witches. Before I'm locked in that cage of yours, Wang Milan, I'm going to give Back you... Back, O'Rourke. Keep your distance. The guards will tear you to pieces at my command. And I have my pistol. Oh, to the devil with the guards and your pistol. I'm going to have me way with you this one she double tail in rats. Very well, O'Rourke. Since you insist then, let's go! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan refuses to remain in Tor as her mate, and because he has killed Toldo, her pet lion, Atea sentences the ape-man and his companions to death by sacrifice or torture. Through flattery, Wong Tai talks himself into the good graces of the savage queen of the yellow giants and escapes the death sentence. As Tarzan and his friends are being led along the top of the wall surrounding Tor to their dungeon, the ape-man stages a sham battle. Unobserved, Darno and Uka, the Ratorian, climb to the roof of a watchtower during the excitement. 
Later, under cover of darkness, the two start to climb down the outside of the wall. Darno loses his hold and falls to the ground as a straggler from the elephant-mounted Torian jungle guard rides up. Meanwhile, Atea has conducted Tarzan, O'Rourke, Ashley, and Jeanette to a subterranean cavern, where she leaves them to be locked up by Wong and her palace guards. Heedless of the yellow giants, and in the face of Wong's pistol, O'Rourke savagely attacks the Chinese. Wong raises his weapon. O'Rourke hit staggers backward into the arms of a yellow giant. At a sharp sign from Wong, the guard picks up the limp figure of O'Rourke and drops him inside the barred gate. Other guards slam the massive bars into place as Tarzan springs to the barrier. Oh, Daddy, Daddy, help me, Uncle Jim. Steady, old girl, steady. Here, let me see. Wong, you killed a brave man, a better man than you are. I'll accept Apeya's offer now, under the condition that you give me five minutes alone with you. It so happens, my friend, that I am rather expert with a Su Chiang. Your pardon, if it's out. You will find O'Rourke is not badly hurt. It was the only way I had of stopping him. <laughs> it is your desire that this humble person inform Athea of your honorable desire to accept her condition? I'll tell her myself, if O'Rourke dies. As you will. Then I bid you to la a good night. How is he, Ashley? Hurt bad? I think not. The bullet seems to have merely grazed his skull. Him. A fraction of an inch further to the right he, of him. He won't die, Uncle Jim. Oh, of course not, my dear. It'll take a lot more than that to kill this hard-headed Irishman. Oh, if there were only some water in this place. I think I saw a stone basin in the floor near the wall back there. If you'll carry him, Tarzan, I'll bring this torch thing. Right. Oh, thank heaven they at least gave us a light. It'll only burn long enough. Uh, it'll burn, old girl, as long as we'll need it. The gracious Arthea remarked we wouldn't be here longer than tomorrow. Put him down, Tarzan. Let, let me hold him. Here's my handkerchief. Wet it for me, please. Oh, it's no good using that bit of a rag. Here, take mine. Yours will do for a bandage. Wet this again, Tarzan. Let me see that wound. Oh, that's nothing to worry about, child. It's, it's only a scratch. That makes it look worse than it really is. Look there, by Jove, he's coming out of it. Oh, oh, my head. Oh, thank heaven. Does it... Does it hurt you terribly, Terry, dear? Hurt? Yes, and it does that. My head feels... feels like the inside of a boiler factory. <laughs> you see, Jeanette, he's all right. What? What happened to the Chinese, Wang? Before I could get to him, he had you inside the cave and the bars fastened. He told me he didn't shoot to kill or up. Yes, and be goody. But that won't save him from a bit, and if I ever get my hands oh, on him... Oh, now, you be quiet, Terry. You'll get all warmed up over Wong, and your wound will start bleeding again. Oh, sure, of course. It is no more than a scratch. The loss of a little blood will do me no harm. I have too much of it anyway. If you or the rock don't need this torch, Jeanette, I'll take it. I want to see what sort of hole we're in. Sure, and we don't be needing it, will we, Akushla? Why, uh, no, I guess not right now. Come along then, Tarzan. I'll make the inspection with you. Oh, Uncle Jim, I think I'd better go too. No, you don't, Alana. Sit down here and hold me head. Oh, oh, it hurts something terrible. Oh, Terry... I'm sorry. I... Oh, you, you were afraid I was bad hurt, you know. Of course, Terry. I, I wouldn't want to see anyone. Oh, but I'm talking about Terry or Ockmavornin. Well, I... I mean, yes, I, I guess so. Then, then, say it again, Nakushla. Say what again? Terry, dear. Why? Why, Terry? I didn't... Oh, I think Uncle Jim... Oh, oh, no, no. Your uncle never opened his mouth. Now... Now, when I was coming out of the clouds, didn't I hear you say, Terry, dear? 
Ah, faith, my darling, I've loved you from the first time I laid eyes on you. That night on the boat, coming down from port side. I I know it, Terry, dear. I guess I love you, too. Oh, ah, sure and... Oh, it is the luck of the Aurochs that's with me this day. Oh, hurrah! Not so loud, Terry. Please, they'll oh, hear you. Oh, big Gary, and I don't care if they do. What's the row over there? Has that hard-headed Irishman gone barmy again? Come over here. Tell them found something. Oh, sure, and we'll be right with you, Major. <laughs> Come along, Alana. Oh, please, now, Terry, do be careful. You're wrong, Oh, faith, my darling. I'm thanking the Chinese for giving it to me. Else I wouldn't have found out that he cares. What is it, Major? What is Tarzan found? Look up there. Near the ceiling. Tarzan, how the devil did he get up there? Climbed up by Jove. Well, Tarzan, old chap, what is it? I'm coming down. Look out. What did you find? That ledge up there. Three or four feet wide. There's a tunnel in the back wall. You can't see it from down here. I think it's a way out. But how are we ever going to get up there? Well, I could never climb that wall. I'll carry you. O'Rourke, you first. A half-faith man, he can't carry me up that wall. I'm too heavy for thee. Come on. Tarzan lifts O'Rourke to his shoulder. Without effort, he quickly climbs the rough cavern wall, his steely fingers and toes seeking and finding holds that in the gloom are invisible to the Irishman. Leaving O'Rourke on the ledge, the ape-man drops lightly down to the cavern floor, picks up Jeanette, and a moment later deposits her gently in the eager arms of the Irishman. Once more he descends, to return almost immediately with Major Ashley. By Jove, old man, that wall seems smooth as glass. I don't see how you... Never mind that. Look there. Faith, tis a hole big enough to walk through. A real passageway. I'm wondering where it will lead us. We'll soon find out. Carry the light, I think. Let's go. Meanwhile, at the foot of the outer wall, the mounted Torian leans far forward over the head of his elephant. Holding a flaming torch high, he stares down at the quiet form of Darno lying on the ground. A slight movement from behind and above. He jerks round to see the figure of Ukar dropping down on him, apparently from out of the clouds. With a crash, the Raptorian lands on the guard, knocking the torch from his hand. Wrapping his arms round the man's body, Ukar drags him off the elephant. The Raptorian's left hand flashes to the long knife at the guard's side, whips it from its sheath and buries it to the hilt in the Torian's breast. From a distance, the weird cry of the yellow men resounds eerily through the night. The elephant-mounted Torians look back. On the ground, the sputtering torch throws its weird light over the struggling giants. The guards shout to their mouths, turn, and start swiftly back to the assistance of their comrade. Ukar hurls the dead Torian aside. He leaps to his feet. One bound, and he is beside Darno. He snatches the half-conscious Frenchman up off the ground, springs toward the dead guard's elephant. With a thunderous roar of mighty feet, the Torian patrol storms up to surround Ukar and Darno. Quickly, they are bound, hand and foot. Lifted to the backs of two elephants and borne at a rapid pace along the foot of the wall, through the huge gate, into the streets of Tor, and toward the palace. Presently they stand once more in the great audience chamber, facing the giant Mungo, the cruel, cold-eyed Atea, and smiling, inscrutable Wan Tai. So, and you, Poldano, you thought to escape the guards of Tor. <laughs> Pantu will be peeved at the many who are to be given into his embrace. Perhaps, daughter of or one of these will say, who it was that caused the disturbance on the walls a short time ago. It might be a satisfaction to know, eh? What difference? They will all die on the morrow. Nevertheless, ask. I am anxious to know whether I am right in my surmise that it was Tarzan. Paul Dano, whose was the plan to attempt an escape from the wall? Speak, I command you. Moi? 
I know of no such plan, my queen. You lie. It was conceived by Tarzan. Uka, is that not so? Answer. No, Otteo. The plan was mine. I do not believe it. But what difference? They die tomorrow. You two, tonight, immediately. Mungo, chain them together. They shall be cast into the fire from the bridge of Tor. Aruk! Back in the narrow passage above the cavern in which they had been confined, Tarzan leads Ashley, Jeanette, and O'Rourke through the winding tunnel. They step out presently into a great high-vaulted chamber from which several corridors and passages lead off in different directions. Faith, this place must be a labyrinth with all its tunnels and passages. Mm. Well, at least we're out of that dungeon and on our way to... To what, Uncle Jim? Heaven only knows where these passages lead to. We might run straight into a room full of fellow men. That's the chance we have to take, old girl. We're going to get out somehow. This cavern must be somewhere under that central tower, don't you think so, Tarzan? Possibly. It doesn't make much difference which one we take. We can always come back if... Listen. Voices. Coming this way, aren't they, Tarzan? Yes. There are a lot of them. Stick that crescent up there on the wall. We don't need it now. These corridors all seem to be lighted. Right. What now? You'll take this one. It's as good as any. Come on. Did you hear that? It sounded to me just like a panther. Never mind that. We've got to get away from those yellow men. There's a bend in the corridor out there. Hurry. Voices are coming up the same passage, Tarzan. You think they found our cage empty and the searching for it? That may be. We'll take... Oh, boy, the saints of the old side look there. Chain to the wall at the end of this tunnel. A leopard. A black one. Faith! Now we're between the devil and the deep blue sea. This and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, wherever you get podcasts, or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater.
In the excitement and confusion of a fight staged by Tarzan, Dono and Ukar, the Raptorian, climb unobserved to the roof of a watchtower on the edge of the wall surrounding the city of Tor. Later, in an attempt to scale the wall under cover of darkness, the two men are recaptured by the Torians and sentenced by Atea to the fires of Tor. Tarzan, O'Rourke, Jeanette, and Ashley are confined in a dungeon to await death by sacrifice. Wong Tai escapes the sentence through his suave flattery of the Torian queen. High in the wall of their dungeon, Tarzan discovers the entrance of a narrow tunnel through which he leads his companions to a large cavern from which several lighted corridors branch off. At the sound of approaching voices, the little group hastens into one of the corridors. Rounding a sharp turn, they're abruptly confronted by a huge, snarling black leopard chained to the wall directly in their path. Behind them, the voices of the approaching yellow men grow louder. By Jove, Tarzan, we're in for it. We can't go back. Those yellow devils are coming along the passage. And we can't go ahead. That savage brute will tear us to rags. Oh, what can we do? Isn't there some way we can get by him? The chain's too long, Akushla. It reaches clear across the corridor. What the devil's the idea of tying a leopard in an open passageway like this anyway? By Jove, I believe he's chained beside the entrance to a branch passage. Look there, Tarzan. Isn't that a... Right. And that's where we're going. Whatever we decide on doing, we've got to do it quickly. These fellows are getting closer. They'll never look for us in a tunnel guarded by Sheeta. Oh, but we can't even pass him, let alone get into that corridor. Never mind that. You stay here. Watch the passage beyond from this bend. I'll take care of Sheeta. When I call O'Rourke, get in that corridor fast. Eyes alertly watching Sheeta, Tarzan walks steadily toward the great black jungle terror, whom even new mother lion hesitates to attack. Snarling savagely, Sheeta sinks slowly to the ground, gathering himself for the charge. The cruel yellow eyes blaze evilly as the ape-man moves cautiously forward. Suddenly, with a blood-chilling scream of savage rage, Sheeta bounds forward. Quicker thought, Tarzan throws himself aside. Sheeta, screaming angrily, flashes past his shooter. He grasps the chain, jerks the black kill to a standstill on his hind legs. Like an arrow shot from a bow, the ape-man leaps in. His mighty arms encircle the brute's neck in a death-dealing stranglehold. At the bend in the corridor, O'Rourke, Jeanette, and Ashley watch in fascinated silence the approaching yellow men momentarily forgotten. Lifting the black terror clear of the ground, Tarzan shouts, Now! Into the tunnel, quick! Come on, Jeanette! Hey! He's it! The three disappear into the mouth of a cross passage. Tarzan, dragging the snarling, fighting brute with him, backs into the entrance of the tunnel, just as several yellow men appear around the bend in the main corridor. The ape man's steel muscle arms tighten about the black throat in one mighty effort. She does it the last choked snarl. Tarzan drops the half-strangled brute to the ground. In two strides, he's overtaken his companion. Come on. Those men won't come to the mouth of this tunnel because of Sheeta. But be on the safe side and get out of sight. If, if they find the dead cat, they'll know that we're around. Sheeta is not dead. Only choked a little. You didn't kill the brute? No. For the very reason O'Rourke has in mind. If they had bound Sheeta dead, they would have known of our presence in this tunnel. I'll be glad now what? The tunnel's going up. And a pretty steep ascent, too. Any idea where we are, Tarzan? Somewhere to the central tower. That's as near as I can get. Why do you suppose that leopard is chained out there in front of that corridor? To keep anyone from entering this passage. Oh, but surely, the... why just this passage more than any other? There must be something at the end or in this tunnel that our tail wants to protect. Well, we'll probably find out before long. There are several things I'd like to find out. How Wong contrived to get into the good graces of our tail so quickly? And if Dano and Uka got clear? Yes, that's so. As far as the Chinese concerned, I, I hope a tail feeds him to the lions. But the lieutenant on Uka... Back there on the wall, Tarzan, he, he told us he'd explain 
Well, there's not much to explain, O'Rourke. The idea was Uka's. We were to start a fight to draw the guard's attention so he and Darno could get to the roof of the watchtower and hide until dark. But even if they do succeed in escaping, where will they go? To Rator, if they get away. I understand that the Shan Rator, Yuka's father and our Tayar enemies, have been for years. Uka intends to head the Ratorians in an attack on Tor. Oh, why didn't you let us in on the plan, old chap? Uh, there was no time. Uka and I agreed on it while we were crossing the bridge from the palace to the wall. Even Darno didn't know. Well, Bigari, I, I hope they make it. Whether they get back here in time to do us any good or, or not. My, but it's getting warm. Who is climbing at hot work? By Jove, it, it is warm. But I don't think it's the exertion of climbing, my dear. No. I think that... Did you hear that? Listen. I don't hear anything, Terry. Oh, it's gone now. A rumbling noise like... Like a fire rock. Just that. Did you hear? Do you hear it just again? Yes. Yes, I hear it now. What... What can it be, Tarzan? Why did it come and go like that? Fire. That accounts for the heat and the smell of sulfur. Why the sound rises and falls, I don't know. It's getting insufferably hot in here. And look, the roof of the passage. There, it appears to level out. The reflection of fire. A few more steps and we'll be at the top of the incline. Come on. Good. Good heavens. Why, it's a, a column of fire. Oh, it is the home of the devil himself. Look, bars across the end of the passage. We can't go any farther. Tarzan and his companions stand peering fascinated through massive metal bars into a vast cavern. Roaring, hissing past them, a huge pillar of bluish flame licks hungrily at the roof of the cavern. Above, where the roof forms a natural cone, a square section formed of massive stone blocks, obviously the handiwork of men, may be seen. As they watch spellbound, the monstrous column of blue flame sweeps up scorchingly and licks like the tongue of a hungry dragon, a square section of stone blocks. With a deep rumbling sound heard above the roar of the fire, the center block slides open. The tip of the flame darts up through the opening. Instantly the trap is closed. The pillar of fire drops down past them, down a hundred feet into a seething, bubbling lake of fire. Past where they stand, rigid with horror, flashes a gigantic yellow figure. One long-drawn dying shriek, and the figure vanishes in the fiery pit. Oh, oh this is horrible. Let's get away. Oh, Bigotti, now I know where we are. That movable block of stone up there. Adir's chamber of sacrifice. The heathen idol of gold. Right. This must be the pit of the fires of Tor. The fire we saw come through the floor. And that poor devil that fell down in that... That herald us now. Oh, by the saints. Will he look over there? A natural stone bridge across the... From this side to the other. This passage opens onto a wide ledge just beyond these bars. There's another ledge over there on the other side of the bridge. There must be some way of opening this thing. You don't mean... You don't mean we're going to cross this bridge? Behind us, Jeanette, Sheeta the Leopard and the Yellow Men. If we can get through this barrier, cross that bridge, we may find a way out through the passage over there. But, but Tarzan, the pillar of fire, it, it comes up while we're on that bridge. I wouldn't worry about that, old girl. I believe the fire rises only when that stone up there is open. It forms a draft and draws the flames up. Oh, but even if we get across, isn't that another set of bars at the mouth of that passage over there? we find out how to open these, the others will be easy. There. There must be a lever or a handle or something, O'Rourke. Not a thing. 
Not so much as even a button. I've pushed and pulled at every bar and... Oh, big God, it, it, it opened. One of the bars. Which one did you pull? Phaeton, I don't know. I, all of them. Those over there must open the same way. We'll find the right one. Come on. We'll leave this one open in case we have to come back. We'll need asbestos boots, my friend. That's Tarzan. Your bare feet. Let me worry about that, Janet. Anyway, the bridge swings round behind the column of fire. Come, we're wasting time. Careful, Janet. Here, give me your hand. This thing is no more than a foot bridge. Take her out of her hand, Dr. Rock. You two go ahead. I'll carry her. You've got to get across in a hurry before that trap up there opens again and draws the fire up. Go on, Ashley. A rock. I'll be dirty. These stones are as hot as the devil. Hurry, Major. My me, me feet are burning up. Tarzan, look. Down there, into that bubbling cauldron of fire. Oh, I never could have crossed it alone. We'll be on the other side in a minute. I'll never forget this as long as I live. If we ever get out of this awful place alive, I'm through following Uncle Jim and his... Here we are. It's wider than the one we left. Have you found the bar that opens the gate, O'Rourke? Not yet. I'm hoping. Ah, there you are. Oh, come on. Close this And now, where to? On down the corridor. It's wide and well lighted. Uh, another cross cottage. Be got it is an amazing place, this. Honeycombed with underground passageways and caverns. Volcanic rock, undoubtedly. No human hands could have done all this. Well, which way do we go? Doesn't make much difference, does it? These passageways are all alike. Be got it. This snake's den seems to be alive with all that. Yellow men coming. Only two. Here. We'll get behind this projection. They're coming down that cross corridor. We'll see where they go and follow. By the same. Will you look? Chained together between them two heavens. The Lieutenant Anuka. Behold my precious. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here. Uh -huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot. Fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, Daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! The Loot Crate Box! What's with kids today, huh? Browsers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are box just about for all collectors! To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash Loot Crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media U-S forward slash Loot Crate. Great Scott! Snap into a Loot Crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
After discovering a secret exit to their subterranean dungeon, Tarzan, O'Rourke, Jeanette, and Ashley find further progress barred by a heavy iron grill. Through the bars, they gaze down into the cavernous pit of the fires of Tor. Spanning the fiery chasm beyond the grill is a spidery natural stone bridge. O'Rourke stumbles onto the method of opening the bars, and the fugitives cross the slender causeway, open a grill on the far side, and find themselves in a crescent-lettered corridor. Don Owenscar, meanwhile, have been recaptured during an attempt to escape over the outer wall of Tor, and have been condemned by Atea to immediate death in the cavern of fire. The diplomatic Wong Tai has, through flattery, worked his way into the good graces of the Queen, and becomes her chief advisor. In the subterranean corridor, a short distance from the fiery pit, Tarzan and his companions conceal themselves behind a projection in the wall at the sound of approaching footsteps and voices. Presently, two yellow-skinned palace guards enter the corridor from a cross passage. Walking between them and bound together by chains are Darno and Uka the Ratorian. O'Rourke, Ashley, as soon as they pass us, we'll jump them. I'll take the one on the outside. You two, the other. Ah, uh, the yellow devil will never know it's trucking. Ah, if I only had a good auxiliary. What do you suppose they intend doing with Darno and Uka? I don't know. Probably take them to some dungeon or the pit. Oh, oh, you can't mean throw them. Quiet now. Here they are. And I give the word. Mr. Rock, Ashley, right out. Aye, my lad. Eh bien, mon camarade. This toy shaming mademoiselle Atea decrees for us a warm bath and so... Now, O'Rock, Ashley. Listen, listen, now, we'll tie them up. Tie them up? What with? That isn't a thing. That one Tarzan of the Apes in his belt is the key to unfasten these chains. Right. Get it, O'Rourke. Mate, it, Tarzan. How does it happen that you and our friends are here? We'll explain later. The key, O'Rourke. Ah, uh, here, yeah. One minute, Lieutenant, and we'll have you both free. Ah, so, you're as free as the boat. Do we lock these yellow devils up in the chains, Tarzan? Yes. We must hurry. We made enough noise to bring all the guards and tour down here. Again, Tarzan of the Apes. To have saved the life of Uka. Had it not been for you and your friends, all Darno and I would have perished in the flames of Tor. Yes, that ought to hold the two of them till the crack of doom. What were they taking you? As Uka says, we were to be thrown into a pit of fire from the bridge of Tor, whatever that may mean. Oh, how so awful. Like that yellow man we saw falling. The bridge of Tor, eh? Into a pit of fire. Look through those bars, Darno. I believe you'll understand what I meant. By the gods of Rotor. It is a veritable lake of fire down there. Tarzan, these men should be gagged. Neither of them is dead. When they come to, they'll raise a howl. Ah, boy, gagged them. That pit of fire is handy. Oh, Terry. Terry, you can't do that. Ah, oh, be goody. It's what they were going to do with the Lieutenant Anuka, and it'll be two less people for us to fight later on. No, O'Rourke. We'll gag them and leave them here. Ah, oh, have it your way, my lad. <laughs> Faith, and it'll take all that's left of me shirt to do the trick. Give me a hand, Mato. Mon Dieu, Tarzan. If it had not been for you and our friends, uh, Atea, that fiendish woman. Fiendish, Lieutenant. Why, she's the devil incarnate. Oh, faith, Orlando. Your Uncle Jim don't believe so. 
He thinks she's alluring, fascinating, intoxicating. Oh, Cleopatra couldn't have been more desirable, hey, Major? You're a blithering ass, Terry. Nevertheless, it's incomprehensible how such beauty can disguise a heart and brain so utterly cruel. Well, there. If the fellows can whisper through them short sleeves, <laughs> my name's not Terry O'Rourke. Hey, your Tarzan, what is our next step? Up this corridor. There must be a way out somewhere. Come. Well, thank heaven fate led us into this passageway, Lieutenant, instead of another. Oui, mademoiselle. But it is Luca and I who should give thanks to le bon Dieu for placing you in our path. Uh, how did it happen? Well, after the fight on the wall, Atea came from the palace with her guards and locked us in a dungeon. We got out through a secret tunnel. Hey, after Tarzan had a fight with the leopard, and after we crossed the bridge over that pit back there, we walked straight into your arms. You crossed the pit of fire? Tarzan of the Apes? Yes, Uka. There was a stone bridge. It, it was awful. Looking down into those flames, I, I expected every moment to be our last. But what happened to you, Darno? After you made the, the watchtower, as soon as I saw both of you disappear over the parapet, I quit fighting. Je vous expliquerai, mon ami. We waited until dark, then started down the outside of the wall. <laughs> if I had not lost my hold and fallen into a party of guards, we probably should have escaped. Guards beyond the wall? We, oui, we, oui, and mounted on elephants, mon major, and patrolling the jungle paths. They brought us back, and Atea ordered us thrown into the pit of fire. Métis... What has happened to Monsieur Le Pito Wong Tai? He is still in the good graces of the Queen? Yes, and apparently well established in her household. We are still wondering how he accomplished it. He is a very clever man, Mon Major. Oh, he's a double-dealing, treacherous heathen. I'm hoping to meet up with him before I get out of here. In a small anteroom off Atea's private quarters, the Queen and Wong Tai discussed the fate of Tarzan and his companions. The woman, Janet Burton... She shall be thrown to the lions. The two men will follow when they have seen her torn limb from limb by Toldo's success. And Tarzan, O illustrious one? I, I have not yet decided what his fate shall be. Perhaps have him cast into the pit of fire, eh? <laughs> As you have done with Dano and the Latorium? No. No, that, that would be too quick a death for such as he. He must linger, suffering pain. Until he pleads with me for his life. But he... He shall die. <laughs> it is not in the heart or mind of my illustrious queen to torture Tazan of the Apes. Nor yet to put him to death. What? How say you, Wong Tai? I foresee no death for Tazan at command of the heaven-born daughter of Toa. You think I shall not kill him? How do you know that? <laughs> Your eyes, oh, illustrious one, talk of love when you speak his name. You, you are a fool, Wong Tai. Do you hear me? A fool. He remains in Tor willingly, or he dies. Yes, they, they shall all die. And by killing them, what object will my queen have gained? They will be out of my way, out of my sight. Janet Burton. The illustrious one had honored this despicable person by condescending to regard his counsel as worthy of consideration. So long as it is agreeable to me, yes. And I may counsel further, Heavenborn? What now? To put to death Major Ashley, Terence O'Rourke, and Janet Burton would only arouse in the heart of Tarzan a great and lasting hatred against you, which... Uh, <laughs> 
which I believe is exactly the opposite emotion you wish him to feel for you, eh? You are saying <laughs> that these people shall continue to live and annoy me? I am saying, resplendent one, that they must not perish by your command. If you would win the love of Tarzan, you have already put to death poor Dano, who was Tarzan's good friend. When he learns that, I am afraid. Come on, come. We will speak of this again, won't I? Enter! It is Mungo and the two guards who led to their death, poor Dano and Uka. Mungo! Did the two plead for their lives before going to their death in the fire pit of Thor? They no die. What? Tarzan and other white people take them from Kuru and Sono. Ah, what you say, Mungo? Tarzan took Dano and Oko from these guards? It is so. Mungo find crew and Tono in chains in passage near Papi. They tell. Oh, once again he had upset my plans. Go, send guards to the dungeons where they were confined. Learn how they escaped. They must be in the lower passages. Bring other guards. We shall find them. And when we do, these Tarzan will be placed where... But come, we will search until they are found. Aruk! Meanwhile, through a maze of underground tunnels and passages far below the chamber of Atea, Tarzan leads his companions from one dim corridor to another until, at the end of a long tunnel, are brought to a halt before a massive iron-studded door across the end of the corridor. Hmm. The end of the road, eh, Tarzan? We'll never get through that. It is like many of those in my father's palace in Rotor. By pressing on a certain stud, it will open. Let me try. You got it, you got it. Heaven is filled with... Why, they look like chariots and armor. By George. They are chariots, old girl. And armor, battering rams, catapults. By Jove, that's extraordinary. Mais, ça c'est tout fait impossible. It is, is impossible, mon major. These things date back to the Middle Ages. Uncle Jim, Terry, come here, look. Here's the rifles and ammunition belts they took from. And Tarzan's bow and arrows. Yes, and it, that's more like it. I feel better with the rifle in my hands. Now if we can stand off all the yellowed men in Tor... Oh, Vigari, the place is a regular arsenal of ancient war implements. Where did the devil they come from? Someone comes. Listen. The guards. Open door, I'll tell them we're in here. Get down behind those things. Quick. Mungo, the door of the armory stands open. Enter with your men. Search every corner of the cabin. They must be here. Find them. Mungo, Mungo. Now, ready, all of you, here they come. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
After escaping from their subterranean dungeon and crossing the pit of the fires of Thor, Tarzan and his companions rescued Arno and Ukar from two palace guards who were about to throw them into the fiery chasm. Leaving the guards bound and gagged, the fugitives followed the corridor to its end, where they are stopped by a massive metal-studded door. Meanwhile, in Atea's chamber, the queen and Wong Tai discussed the death to be meted out to Tarzan. In the midst of the discussion, Mungo arrives with the two guards who had been overpowered by the ape-man. Furious because her plans have been again upset by Tarzan, Atea orders a thorough search of the subterranean passageways. In the underground corridor, Uka opens the huge door by pressing one of its metal studs. The fugitives discover themselves in a great chamber filled with medieval implements of war. They also find their own arms and ammunition. During their examination of the ancient arsenal, they are surprised by the arrival of Atea, Wong, Mungo, and a strong guard of yellow men. Don't help, Tarzan. There are too many for us. This is going to take one or more of us off the deep end, my friend. Oh, if we'd only thought to close that door. Yes, Bigley, that was a mistake, leaving it open. They never would have looked in here for us if the door had been shut. What's your plan of battle, Tarzan? It'll be only a matter of moments before they find us. Ah, there's only one plan of battle for us, Major. Fight for the last man. What do you say, Tarzan? Mais, Mademoiselle Jeanette, what is to become of her when we oh, are... Oh, don't let me stand in the way of a finished fight, Tarzan. Good God, Jeanette. Then we'll do the best we can. If I could only line me sights on that slant-eyed Wong Tai. Ah, but he is here in a terrace, staying out there to carry them. Hey, Abby Gary, the goats out of the stable. They've seen us, and here they come. If we could get our backs to the wall, ah, it is too late. They are swarming around us like bees. Tied head, and I'm I'm taking his with me. Tarzan, you hear? Give him before too late. The devil! There goes the last of my cartridges. Oh well, a rifle makes a fine two-handed shillelagh. Break down the woman, Mungo. Tarzan, O'Rock, stop! There are too many. More guards are coming. Oh, away that rifle, O'Rock! If we don't stop, they'll kill to death. Well, Tarzan, my lad, I don't like to admit it, but we're licked. Uh, hey, man, you're, you're bleeding like a stuck 
pig. That's uh, nothing. A scratch. All right, Mungo. Oh, uh, uh, sir. You come now. Uh, out there in corridor. You are a mighty warrior, Tarzan of the Apes. You and these others. For the moment more, and you would all have been dead. Your men, I tell you, are not good fighters. Tarzan, right? do not antagonize our Monavi. She is a devil. Why does Jeanette cry, Arnold? Is she hurt? No. It is Monsieur Le Major. He is very badly hurt. A spear thrust. Will he die, Terry? How is it, Aurora? Let me see. A spear through the lungs. Yes, he's bad. You're, you're wounded, Tarzan. Your chest. Oh, nothing, Anna. Little scratch. Oh, Uncle Jim. Uncle Jim. It's, it's all right, Janet. Heads up, old girl. It's, it's the fortunes of warrior. Tarzan, I must stick with Major Ashley before he goes on. I think what I have to say will make his passing less difficult. I leave Bei Wang. You've caused enough trouble with your double dealing. What I have to say to the Major... Concerns only himself and me, Orok. Please stand between us and Atea, all of you. I do not wish her to see. Oh. Is, is that you, Wong? Yes, Major. Orok, Tazan, you are that. Stand back a little. Oh, so. Actually, my friend, listen. You must not condemn my action without a hearing. Or Jerry. On the face Lieutenant. Can't something be done for him? We have done all that is possible to do, Mademoiselle Jeanette. It is as he said, the fortune of war. Uh, you must be brave. Ah, just that, darling. Your Uncle Jim said, the heads up. You must do as he says. <laughs> but that is all I have. Ah, little bear, Lana. You have Terry O'Rock to look after you, no? Yes. Yes. I'm all right now. Why, Mademoiselle? Your uncle, he smiled. That's something Monsieur Le Wong Tai has said to him. And their hands, they clasp in friendship. Uh, come, Janet. He has a word for you and for Orok. Yes, Uncle Jim. I, I'm here. Hold me up a little higher, Terry. So. So you're taking my place with Janet, my boy. Be good to her. Uh, that goes without saying, Major Ashley. Good. Jeanette, old girl. Don't grieve. Remember. You're a... You're a burden. They were all... Fighters. Oh. <laughs> it's gone, Jerry. Come, Kushla. The old one, he's dead, Tarzan. Yes. And I claim the right to avenge his death in personal combat with the man who killed him. You told us that is the law of Tor. The right is yours, Tarzan of the Apes, providing you can point out the one who struck the fatal blow. It was Mungo. My chief of warriors. Mungo, you hear? Was it by your hand that this man perished? Ah, look up there. I kill him. You have heard Tarzan of the Apes claim the ancient right of Tor against you? I fight him. I kill him, too. <laughs> Mungo is the mightiest of all Torian warriors. Tarzan of the Apes, you have sealed your own death warrant. I am ready. It shall be arranged. And that all Tor may witness the combat, it will take place in the public arena. 
It will be a day of feasting and celebration. And the remains of my... of Mayor Ashley? He shall be given burial fitting to a brave warrior and a noble of Tor. The ceremonial rites of Pantu shall be performed in his honor. Jeanette Burton and my friends, what of them? You shall all be... One moment, heaven-born. Think well, O daughter of Tor, of my counsel in regard to arousing the hatred of this man. Hmm. Yes, perhaps you are right. Until the day of your combat with Mungo Tarzan, you men are condemned to labor in the elephant paddocks. And Jeanette? She will remain here in the palace with me. She will be safe? She will live to see you perish by the hand of the mighty Mungo. We shall see. The heaven-born daughter of Thor is a clever woman. We will see, Wong Tai, if your counsel is wise. Mungo, take these men to Tadok. Place them in the caribou town, chief of the elephant men. Go! Trust Tarzan, Mademoiselle Jeanette. We have been in much more dangerous places before. Somehow he will get us out of this. Well, I, I hope so. And remember, Kushla, heads up. Yes, Terry. All of them, wild men. Come along, Mungo, now. We're ready. Mungai, bring Janet Burton. I obey, Celestial One. Come, Janet. Oh, Dr. Wong, why did you turn against us? Or your voice, my child. Are you convinced that I did turn against you? Oh, well, isn't it rather apparent? You had your freedom. You shot Terry down there in the dungeon. Atea seems to trust you. I flatter myself, perhaps, in the belief that she has a certain amount of confidence in me. And it is well for you, for us all, that she has. Well, then, then why couldn't you have kept them from killing Uncle Jim? Hmm. Couldn't put say once said, that which God writes on thy forehead, thou wilt come to it. It was his destiny, my child, to die here, fighting in your defense. And, and Terry, the lieutenant, all of us. Are we to die here, too? The answer rests in the lap of the gods. You know what I tell you intends doing with us. The all-conquering determination to appear well in the eyes of Tarzan, to win his love in a not clearly defined manner, is the cause of her indecision as to what to do with you. Oh, she'll kill us all. Perhaps. To counteract her plans will not be easy. But it should not be beyond our united power, backed by a reasonable amount of activity on the part of our protecting ancestor. Continue to act as though I were your enemy, and try not to antagonize Athea. But where are we going? To her quarters. She will probably keep you close to her person to watch you. Oh, I... I'm frightened, Dr. Wong. Do not allow your fear to become apparent. If you do, you are lost. Silence now. We arrive at Athea's quarter. Tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
searching the subterranean caverns and passageways of Tor for Tarzan and his companions, Atea, White Queen of the Yellow Men, accompanied by Wang Tai and the strong guard of the Yellow Giants, comes upon the fugitives in the ancient arsenal tavern of the Torians. In the ensuing fight, Major Ashley is killed. In the face of overwhelming odds, the remainder of the party is forced to surrender. Because it was by Mungo's hand that Major Ashley died, Tarzan claims the ancient right of Tor and challenges the Yellow Giant to a fight to the death. Mungo accepts the challenge. The ape man and his companions, excepting Jeanette, are led away to the paddock of the Torian war elephants, there to await the day set for the battle. Through the influence of Wong Tai, Jeanette is to be quartered in the palace among Atea's woman slaves. On their way to the queen's chambers, Jeanette learns from the Chinese that he apparently turned traitor in the best interests of his friends. As they halt before the door to Atea's room, Wong intimates to Jeanette that he is formulating a plan for their escape. Well, Lanuk, enter Jeanette Burton. You also, Wong Tai. I would speak with you. Well, now that you have me alone here, Atea, what are you going to do with me? You will remain near me, Jeanette Burton, until your lover dies by the hunt Mungo. Thereafter, we shall see. Why do you insist that Tarzan is more to me than simply a friend? Because I am not blind. You shall both die because you have lied. Tarzan, when the time is left, shall perish in the public arena. <laughs> Mungo will see to that. And you, I have not decided as to how you will be punished. You are quite certain that Mungo will kill Tarzan? He will strike the death blow when I raise my hand. So, Mungo is a mighty man in battle. Were he not the greatest of all Torian warriors, he would not be their chief. Mm, he proved his might by spearing my uncle in the back. Tarzan will kill the great warrior, Atea, as easily as he killed Tonga and told the lion into whose den you pushed me. You told Tarzan that I thrust you into the arena? Suppose I did. What other? It is false. It was an accident. However, I do not like your manner, Janet Burton. I am Atea, Queen of Tor. Remember that hereafter when you enter my presence as my personal body slave. Your personal slave? Have you care that you not antagonize her? Yes, Janet Burton. As my slave, those garments you wear are filthy rags. You will be clothed as my other women are clothed. You shall be one of them. Tanya! Antaluk Tanya! Nuk to Albano Tumaruk! Tanya does not understand English, Janet Burton. If she did, she could not answer. She has no tongue. None of my women have tongues. <laughs> if you remain among my slaves long enough, you will also be without a tongue. You... you... <laughs> Go now. I shall call you when I need you. Aruk Tanya. So, Wang Tai, and what think you of my arrangement? They are worthy of you, illustrious one. As I have said, the heaven-born is an extremely clever woman. You, Wang Tai, spoke with the woman softly as we returned from the lower passageways. What did you say to her? I held out to her the hope of escape, illustrious one. Escape? From Tor? And you tell me that? Wang Tai, if you plan to deceive me, you will die suddenly. A minister who fears death, heaven-born, will not be faithful. However, the resplendent one has condescended to credit this person with possessing a certain amount of adroitness. Would it then be an act of wisdom to deceive my queen? You are deep, Wong Tai. I do not understand you. My conversation with Janet Burton was brief. I merely held out the hope to her of escape. Not from Tor, but from an unpleasant death. 
If she accepts the heaven-born so generous proposal to forget her love for Tarzan and go away without him. And her reply to that? Nothing definite, illustrious one. She believes that Tarzan will kill Mungo and that he will somehow save her and her friends. <laughs> the woman will see her champion killed in the public arena. She will see her friends, one by one, torn to pieces by the lions. And her fate, O oh heaven-born? I do not know yet. When I have broken her spirit and she ceases to amuse me as my slave, I shall devise a pleasant fate. Perhaps this person has a suggestion to offer in that respect which might add to the amusement of my queen. Speak then, Wang Tai. When is combat between Tarzan and Mungo to take place? It is for me to set the day. I shall make it soon. And what does the victor of such a contest gain? His life and great honor as a warrior. And is that all? What else would he gain? A trophy, a prize offered by the resplendent one would be a greater incentive for the contestants to win, would it not, O oh heaven-born? You mean... <laughs> I begin to understand, Wang Tai. You mean to give Janet Burton the victor as a prize. <laughs> exactly, O oh heaven-born. She would make Mongo an attractive uh, wife, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Wang Tai. The woman will go to Mungo. An amusing idea, my worthy counselor. An idea that appeals to my sense of humor. I had no doubt, illustrious one, that it would. Meanwhile, in a great enclosure of ponderous timbers and huge stone pillars near a distant part of the outer wall of Tor, Tarzan, Dono, Uka, and O'Rourke find themselves standing at one end of a stone-lined alley running between two long rows of large stalls, the paddocks of the war elephants of Tor. Some of the stalls are empty. Others contain the huge blue-black jungle beasts used by the yellow giants as burden bearers and war chargers. A little way down the alley, a great black bull elephant strains savagely against the heavy timbers of his corral. Just beyond reach of his trunk, several Torian slaves stand uneasily eyeing the loudly trumpeting jungle titan. Rutan, master of elephant slaves, grins evilly at his new helpers. Singling out Tarzan, he thrusts a heavy elephant goat into the ape-man's hands and pushes him roughly toward the great beast. <laughs> you, Tarzan, you go make black mother good. Tarzan drops the goad. Unhurriedly, he walks toward the raging elephant. As he nears the corral, the slaves make way for him. The great bull, his small red eyes gleaming wickedly, glares at the advancing ape-man. With huge trunk curled back, ready to strike, the monstrous beast shuffles rapidly forward. By the gods of Rotor, the man walks to his death. The beast will kill him. Ah, Gaddy, he's, he's getting over the fence into the corral with the brute. If the beast kills him, I'll be taking it out on this fellow Ratang, or whatever his name is, with one of these boat hooks. Very Tarzan! The brute, he is savage! Control! Control! Watch, Uka, O'Rourke, you will see something interesting. Control! Bando, Bando! Ko Aburu! Bogo, yo, Tarzan! Look, he stands before him, lowers his trunk. It is as though he understands Tarzan's words. Oh, begotten, he's, he's patting the brute's trunk, and the big fellow seems to like it. Dando, Dando. Nala, Tarzan. Oh, yeah. see how gently he wraps his trunk around Tarzan and lifts him up to his back? Oh, would you look at that now, like a couple of old friends. Oh, 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 Tarzan, Tandala, Tandor, Tandala. Oh, 
Carefully, the beast listen to the ground. One would think he had trained the elephant himself. My monka. Tantor is Tarzan's name for all elephants. Oh, that gibberish he's talking to the brute. What the devil is it? I've heard most of the African dialects at one time or another, but this one's strange to me. It is the language of the great apes, Orok. For many years, Tarzan spoke no other. Oh, it is unbelievable. Rufong, Black Maluk, as you call him, is a very dangerous elephant. We four are the only ones he will let come near him. We'll take care of him and train him. That one in the next stall. Tarzan, good elephant man. Black Maluk and Kalu, bad elephant. White man, take care of him all right. We'll have to stay with them day and night until they're trained. We'll sleep in the little shed there. Ah, we got it, Lieutenant. They don't get Terry Rock into that terrain with them. Quiet. Tarzan does nothing without a reason. Come on, Donald. A rock. Uka. Show no fear to Tantor. If he reaches out his trunk to you, touch it and stand still. Let him get your scent. Both Black Maluk and Kalu will be friendly. They did what you believe in that. A chance of escape, eh? Or Uka, Darnell, yes. You and I, O'Rourke, will stay here. You, because of Jeanette. I, well, I'm going to fight Mungo. You have a plan, then, for our escape? Yes. Tantor. Tantor? It will be dark in a moment. We're going into Black Maluk's corral. You, Dono, and Uka will get on back. Why plan? O'Rourke will open the gate and out Tantor into the central alley. He'll carry you to the wall. From his back, you can reach the top. Ah, of course you can blow. And this time I shall take a rope. There are several here in the shed. But will that carry us, Tarzan? He will if I tell him to. And if he makes a lot of noise, act savage. Don't worry. Just be ready to get his back when you reach the wall. We shall go to Rotor and return with our warriors as soon as it is possible. When we have surrounded the city, you, Tarzan of the Apes, you will see that the outer gates are open to us. They'll be open. Get your rope, Darnold, and come. I think we can chance it now. Uh, I have the rope. Uh, so to pray, I am ready. Come on, then. All of you. Oh, Faith. That devil looks big in the dark. Come here, Uka. Oh, Tantor. Nala, Balgani. You next, Arnold. <laughs> Nala, Tamangani. Tantor. Oh, he's gentle as a lamb. He picked them two up like he would. <laughs> Go and take down the bars to the corral. Then stand aside. Eho, Panda. Balgani, Utor, Tantor. Darnold. My car on his back. Both of you. I'm going to send you out. All right, Tarzan. Tanala. Tantor. Um, go, Tantor. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!